Welcome to The Politocrat. I'm Omar Moore. It is Monday, June the 5th, 2023. On this edition of The Politocrat, G.K. Owens, a mother of four who is no longer here. And I'll explain why. Coming up next. of the woman killed in a Marion County shooting just held a news conference about their loss. They wrapped up about 20 minutes ago at a Marion County church. She had no weapon. She posed no imminent threat to anyone. We will not sleep. We will not rest until justice is served. The Marion County Sheriff says the deadly shooting on Friday started over an argument about children playing. Mm. He's now asking community members to keep their emotions in check as his team investigates the shooting. That shooting happened on Friday on 108th Lane, east of I-75, the area you see here. Channel 9's Nick Papantonis is following this story for us this afternoon. He's live at the church where family members were just speaking. And Nick, civil rights attorney Benjamin Crump is taking up this case. Yeah, his law firm is representing the family, which is obviously upset, just even more so uh, than the number of community members that showed up for this press conference in showing their support and showing their frustration that no arrest has been made. In addition to that, there is a racial component to this case that is causing the sheriff to caution people to keep those in check. But they say the shooter needs to be held accountable. I wish our shooter would have called us instead of taking actions into her own hands. I wish Mrs. Owens would have called us. But deputies were only called after a woman shot through a door, killing A.J. Owens, a mother of four kids. Neighbors said the tragedy began because the kids were playing on a field next to the shooter's house that evening, which the shooter didn't like. She'll just come out and just yell at them, call them names, um, call the police. Um, we've talked to the, all of us have talked to the police about her attitude towards the children. Neighbors said the kids left an iPad behind and the shooter took it. When the kids went to get it back, deputies said the shooter threw a pair of skates at the kids. Owens went to confront that person and was killed outside the apartment. Her children ran to my house, banging on the door, asking for us to call the police that their mother was shot. Deputies said they're still trying to figure out if this case falls under stand your ground. They said the shooter claimed Owens was banging on doors and windows and yelling. And any time that we think or perceive or believe that that might come into play, we cannot make an arrest. The law specifically says that. And what we have to rule out is whether the deadly force was justified or not. The delay is angering community members, especially the people closest to Owens. Charge her. You know who did it. Charge her. That friend called Owens a excellent mother that put her kids through private school. The family inside just now disputed the claim of the disturbance. They said Owens went and knocked on the door once, yelled out, I know you're in there, and that's when the shot rang out. We're going to bring you more of their comments coming up on Eyewitness News at 5 o'clock. Live in Ocala, Nick Papantonis, Channel 9, Eyewitness News. What you just heard, dear listener, was disgusting. From the two anchors on Channel 9 Eyewitness News in Ocala, Florida, 
to the reporter, to that police chief or sheriff or whoever the hell he was. All of them are disgusting. The black female news anchor, oh, they have to keep their emotions in, they were told to keep their emotions in check. They'll have to keep their emotions in check. Black people don't have to keep anything in check in this country. It's white people who need to keep their emotions in check. I have never seen, dear listener, a group of people, a vast majority of whom are extremely emotional people. If I am wrong, then why is it that black people end up being killed by white people all over this country on a daily basis? Come to someone's door and you get shot dead. That's pretty damn emotional to me. Ralph Yall goes up to a door, knocks on it. He gets shot in the head and then on the floor gets shot in the arm. Pretty damn emotional to me. Police officer in Minnesota with a knee to the neck of George Floyd for nine and a half minutes. Pretty damn emotional to me. George Zimmerman killing Trayvon Martin. Pretty damn emotional to me. The police officer in Ohio, when 14-year-old Tamir Rice is waving around a toy gun and the police officer doesn't even get out of his vehicle, he shoots him from inside the car, killing him instantly, less than a second. Pretty damn emotional. All white people doing this. And you cannot tell me that a large number A significant number of people who are white are emotional. You can't tell me that they're not. You can't tell me that they're not. This happens every day in this country. You had a police officer killing someone in New York. You had a white man in a subway train in New York chokehold to death. Jordan Neely. Pretty damn emotional to be holding Jordan Neely in a chokehold for 15 damn minutes. The guy was already lifeless in your arms. And for four more minutes, you continue to have your arms around his freaking neck. Pretty damn emotional. And evil. I'm never going to discount that. The violent, evil, emotional people who do this to us on a daily friggin' basis. Calling the police on us because we've got water. That's not even a reason. Forget the because. Calling the police on a six-year-old black girl in front of her stoop here in San Francisco, California. You're a grown-ass white woman doing that. And you're calling the police on a six-year-old black girl. Pretty damn emotional to me. You're a white woman in Oakland, California, and a black family is barbecuing outside and you don't like it. You're calling the police. Pretty damn emotional to me. None of the black people are doing anything. They're just minding their own freaking business. Central Park. White woman with a dog. Dog is, she's just destroying her own dog and 
the black man is standing there saying, look, you know, this is an area for bird watchers here in Central Park. You need to clear out of here because this is a specially reserved area for bird watchers like myself. Hey, there's a sign over there that actually says what I'm telling you. Now, please clear away from here. She calls the police, the white woman. Pretty damn emotional to me. And on top of that, she lies. What else is new? Lies about a black man. Oh, he's threatening me. He's doing this. Emmett Till is murdered. Pretty damn emotional to me. A white woman lies and says that, oh, Emmett Till, he he sassed me. He did this. He did that. Maybe that's what she's fantasizing. For all I damn well know. But whatever the damn reason is, Emmett Till ends up being executed, tortured to death. Pretty damn emotional to me. Four little girls in Birmingham, Alabama, bombed to bits. We're coming up on exactly 60 years since that happened, this coming September 15th. Pretty damn emotional to me. I can just do this all day and all night long and I will never get finished. Please don't tell me that black people are an emotional people. Don't tell us to keep our emotions in check. You better tell the white people who are doing all this violence to keep their asses in check, keep their emotions in check, keep their feelings in check and keep their violence in their minds. You've got four children now who don't have a mother anymore in Florida. A G.K. Owens, known as A.J., was gunned down, executed by a white woman in Ocala, Florida, this past Friday. She was murdered. She was executed. She should be here. And you heard that report. And the reason why it's such a disgusting, sleazy report. And that stupid sheriff talking. Oh, well, if there was a possibility of stand your ground, I can't make an arrest. Well, let me tell you something. If there was a friggin' possibility that it was a white woman who was killed by a black woman, you would have made that friggin' arrest right the second it happened, an arrest would have been made and that black woman would have been locked under the friggin' jail. And then you'd figure out the charges later. That's how this works in America. When white people commit violent crimes against black people, there's all these excuses that happen. There's all these attempts to demonize the person who's been killed or severely injured. Oh, she's banging on a window. She's banging on a door. So friggin' what if she's banging on a window or a door? So what? And then you hear the family member. She was not armed. She wasn't posing a threat. And what if she was posing a threat, by the way? I'm not talking to the family member at this point. But what, I'm just asking you, dear listener, what if she was posing a threat? 
And what does that mean? What does posing a threat mean? Because you know what it really means, dear listener? It doesn't mean having a freaking weapon. It means in the eyes of many white people and the racist terror that goes on in their heads, I don't know what the hell does because I, you know, I never, ever, ever want to know. But whatever's going on in a white person's mind, a white person who thinks like this, it's not that there's a weapon that they're threatened by. They're looking at your skin color and making and reacting to it. And then reacting with this very violent response. That is what you need to be studying. Why is it that white people like this white woman, who, by the way, still hasn't been arrested as of the recording of this podcast episode? Why does she react so violently to the skin color of A.J. Owens? Obviously, this was a racist incident. Obviously, it was. You heard from neighbors in that report talking about how This piece of garbage murderer, who is, again, still has not yet been arrested, is calling them names. And the names were N this and N that. She's calling kids this. Children, kids. So that tells you a lot about a 58-year-old white woman. That should tell you a lot about who that person is, for a start. She's not been named. She's not been arrested. Meanwhile, there is a dead black woman and four children who right now are orphaned. They're without a mother. And I don't know whether they, if they have a father or not. There's not been any information about that. Actually, they do have a father. So I take that back. At least um, they do have a father. But the point is, is that Now, A.J. Owens is gunned down. And I'm going to read you a press release from Ben Crump, the attorney who has, by the way, been retained by the family of A.J. Owens, a G.K., A-J-I-K-E, a G.K., A.J. for short, Owens. Bottom line is, is that she's dead. And this white woman who killed her is still free, roaming free. For all I know, she could be in another country. She could be in the Bahamas. She could be in another state. We don't even know her name. Why is her identity being shielded? She's not a minor. She's 58 years friggin' old. She's not a minor. And in those circumstances... Yeah, minors, their names don't get disclosed, typically. They don't get disclosed. I've seen the media do some dastardly things when the minor happens to be a black person accused of a crime that's violent. But generally speaking, because their names suddenly find their way into newspapers somewhere, and so do their addresses. But generally speaking, minors who commit these kinds of violent crimes Their names do not get released. Now, how come we don't know the name of this 58-year-old white woman? She's not a minor. 
This happened last Friday. I'm going to read part of this press release. This is so disturbing and it's so outlandish and it is so angering. And yes, you should be angry about it. Whether you're a black person, whether you're a white person or a brown person or whomever you are, you should be angry. You should be. Keep keep your emotions in check. Why didn't that white woman keep her freaking emotions in check? Because what spells anything more emotional than someone shooting you to death as you've knocked on their door? I mean, if that's not an emotional thing, I don't know what the hell is. I really don't, dear listener. What could possibly be more emotional in that moment than someone pulling out a gun and just shooting you dead after you've merely knocked on their door? If that's not emotional, I don't know what the hell is. I really don't. This is part of the press release from Ben Crump. As I say, he has been retained by the family of A.J. Owens. On Friday, June the 2nd, Owens' children were playing in a field next to an Ocala, O-C-A-L-A, apartment complex when an unidentified 58-year-old white woman reportedly began yelling at them to get off her land and began calling them racial slurs. Now, these are children. These children are all maybe 12, 11, 8. I mean, these are kids. And you've got a 58-year-old white woman, apparently, yelling at them and calling them racist names. The children left, but accidentally left an iPad behind. Now, you can imagine that these children probably, A, weren't very old, as I said, and B, they were probably scared to death. That's probably why they left the iPad behind, because they were scared to death of this 58-year-old white behemoth woman who is violent and probably has had run-ins with these children, has probably called these kids' names before. That cannot be her first rodeo. I wasn't there and nor were you. But you know damn well, someone who is freely calling children, black children, those nasty racist names has not done it for the first time. Not for the first time. So these kids were scared crapless. Obviously they were. But they accidentally left an iPad behind. And then this woman takes the iPad. So now you've stolen something. So that's another crime you've committed. When one of the children went to her residence to retrieve it, she threw the iPad, hitting the boy and cracking the screen. So now that's assault and battery. She's committed at least three crimes here already. Right? Well, in the order of this press release, she's called them names, racist names. That's a hate crime right there, right? That's one. That's one. And federally, that can be done. 
even if even if this dick of a sheriff doesn't want to do anything because he clearly doesn't. Well, um, we have to see. You have to see anything. There's a dead body over there. God, what the freak do you have to see? There's four children there without her, without their mother. What else do you need to see? There's a 58-year-old white woman on the friggin' loose. What more do you need to see? And then you hear the sheriff, oh, well, Miss Owens, I wish she had called the police. Why is she going to call the police? Why the hell is a black woman in America going to call the friggin' police when you know what happened to a Tatiana Jefferson? When you know what happened to Eleanor Bumpers? When you know what happened to Charlena Lyles? When you know what happened to Sandra Bland? How in the hell is a black woman in this country called the U.S. of A. going to call the police for anything? Knowing that that could result in her death. Oh, I wish I wish the woman could have called the police instead of taking things into her own hands. And these white folk, they never call the friggin' police when it comes to their guns. They let their guns do the talking. And I guarantee you, if those examples I mentioned earlier in this episode, if all of those white people I mentioned, whether it was the woman in Central Park and the bird watching situation, whether it was these people here in San Francisco who were calling the police because a Filipino brother had written Black Lives Matter on his own freaking property and these two white people didn't like it. I guarantee you, in all these cases, the one with the other person in San Francisco where this white woman called the police on a black girl who's six years of age. She's selling water in front of her stoop and oh my God, that's a capital punishment. If in any of these and the other situations I described earlier, did the white people involved in those have a gun, the police would not have been called. The gun would have been the police and the gun they would have used would have been the death sentence. That elderly piece of garbage, that white man who shot and tried to kill Ralph Yall, he didn't call the police. Ralph Yall knocks on his door and he shoots him, shoots him in the head and then shoots him again while he's lying on the floor. He didn't call the police. If you don't think that's an emotional act from that white man, you are out of your mind. These people who do this are the most emotional people on this planet. I've said this for years. It might be the first time I've said it on this podcast, dear listener. But I am telling you, black people are not the most emotional people in the world. White people are. I'll tell you that for nothing. You just have to look at the history. Don't listen to me. Look at the history of this country and tell me I'm lying. Tell me I'm wrong. Look at Greenwood, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Look at Rosewood, Florida. Rosewood, Florida. A hundred years ago this year. January of, nine, of 1923. White people invaded the black 
prosperous town of Rosewood, Florida, and burnt it to the ground and killed many black people as well. You want to talk about emotional people? Well, I think you'd better look elsewhere because it ain't black folk. It ain't us. It's clearly white people who do what they do to black people. Killing us, lying about us, all kinds of disgusting things, hateful, heinous things. It's despicable. How are you going to steal an iPad because that's what that is now. She steals an iPad this 50, 58 years old. Get a freaking life. Don't you have any life? You're white and 58. In America. You should be freaking rejoicing. God. I mean, what the hell are you doing? With your life. 58 years old. What are you doing? You mustn't have much of a life or much of a life that brings you joy and any appreciable modicum of pleasure and satisfaction. You must be a very empty, miserable vessel. Because that you would steal someone's iPad and then throw it at one of the boys, hitting that boy... And cracking the screen of the iPad? Really? What the hell? That is an emotional act, if ever there was one. And this press release continues. After AJ's children informed her of what happened, AJ walked across the street with her kids to speak with the woman. So, by the way, AJ wasn't by herself. She was with her kids. She knocked on the door, AJ did, and at that point, the woman allegedly shot through the door, hitting AJ, who later died from her injuries. Oh my God, what a savage this white woman was. What a savage she is. She's a savage. You want to talk about emotion and evil and hate and racism and violence? That is a savage human being. She's a savage, untamed, untutored, violent, savage. How are you going to kill someone who knocks on your door? Knocks on your door. And now she's going to get killed? What the hell's wrong with you? The woman responsible continues the press release has not yet been identified, arrested, or charged with anything by law enforcement. That's the end of the press release. Now, by the way, tick-tock, tick-tock. This happened once again this past Friday, June the 2nd, 2023. It is Monday the 5th, 2023. Monday, June the 5th. Still no arrest as of this recording of this episode. Do you want to put any kind of wager on 
how much longer it will be before this 58-year-old white violent murderer is arrested? It doesn't happen like we think it does. No one rolls the tanks. No armies meet in pitched battle. It happens quietly, little by little. And because so many think it can't happen, it does happen. Little by little, the rules change. It doesn't seem shocking or sudden. And that's the point. Fewer places to vote, longer lines. Don't worry, they say, we're just improving the system. They hope we won't notice the rules are changing because they lost the last election. They hope we just won't care enough to stop them. They believe they can take America away from us and we won't even notice. We know who they are. We know what they want. The question is, who are we? Do we let them get away with it or do we fight? Democracy is on the ballot. Vote while your vote still counts. The Lincoln Project is responsible for the content of this advertising. Here now is an excerpt from Monday's Roland Martin Unfiltered. Roland is speaking to the Owens family attorney, Ben Crump, about the killing of A.J. Owens. And he will actually, Ben Crump, will misstate the day on which she was killed. She was killed on Friday, June the 2nd. He actually says Saturday. So get ready to listen to this now. Roland Martin, unfiltered, an interview on Monday, that's today, with attorney Ben Crump. Family wants to know why their loved one is dead and why the person responsible has not been identified or even arrested. Joining us right now is attorney Ben Crump. He represents A.J. Owens, who was shot through a door while trying to retrieve a t an iPad that her neighbor took after her child left it behind. Ben, uh, so exp explain us what, what, the, what the hell happened here. It's, uh, it's jaw-dropping when you think about, again, Roland Martin, we have another African-American citizen going, knocking on a door, and a white citizen shooting through the door, through a metal door, and killing this 35-year-old mother of four in front of her children. It is uh, just so god-awful that these children witnessed their mother being killed because they were playing on the field. A white woman kept complaining over and over again, saying racial appetites to those children. And they left the field. Her son left his iPad. The white woman took the iPad. He came to get it back, and she threw it and cracked the iPad. He went and told his mother. His mother came, and several witnesses say she knocked on the door four times, banged on the door, said, I know you hear me, and boom. Gunshot. So they were the kids were in a was it nearby park? No, it's a the lady lived in a quadruplex apartment. The open field was next to her apartment. Her they they lived across the street 
in a duplex in a small town called Ocala, Florida. And several neighbors said this woman would always complain about the children playing in the open field, and they were just dumbfounded why the lady thought that that was her field. Uh, and so it makes no sense why she would call them racial epithets, little N-words, and so forth on previous occasions, and the children say on that day, and the fact that she would then take that young child's iPad, and then when they come in to retrieve it, throw it and crack it. But what makes no sense is why she didn't call 911. Why would she shoot through the door and kill this woman for simply coming to knock on her door? Um, Marion County Sheriff Billy Woods uh, explain why this investigation is taking so much time. I'm here to assure the family and the friends that my office is going to do everything to bring justice. A lot of the rumors and questions out there have been that we're not doing anything, we're not moving fast enough. A lot of people don't understand how the laws in the state of Florida sometimes works. You know, we only got a part of the, an initial. When you get to a scene, sometimes you only get one side of the story. Because we want to seek justice and we want to assure that we get the facts right, especially in a case to this level, we just don't take always one side because it doesn't always paint the full picture. And especially, as I mentioned, we had two children, or children, I should say, more than two, to possibly witness what occurred. Now, we're not cold-hearted bastards that we're going to interview children the night they possibly witnessed their mother being killed. We're going to wait. Not only that, and I'll be the first to admit it, I'm not qualified to interview to that level. So we have to rely on professionals and experts, counselors, to sit down with them. Because how many of you and your viewers out there have seen a child being interviewed who clams up and doesn't want to talk? It becomes difficult. So it's something that we can't immediately and will not immediately do just because we know what they or have seen what they have gone through. But be assured that when we do interviews, the facts are brought forward. The information is gathered. The pieces of the puzzle are put together so that we can come to justice. And that's what we will come to at the conclusion of this is justice. All right, Ben, so when did this actually take place? This happened at around 9 o'clock on Saturday night. And the leaders in the black community and many of the activists are claiming that the sheriff is trying to create a false narrative. He's trying to come up and say, well, they, she was threatening the uh, white citizen that the mother went and hit on the window. They said none of that happened because this is a community where people are outside. They see what happened and they say she simply came and knocked on the door and then all of a sudden you heard the gunshot. And so the sheriff trying to say, Oh, well, we're getting people saying she's knocking on the window. Nobody in the community has said that. They are saying if anybody would have said that, that would have been the shooter. And they said the sheriff hasn't talked to them. 
and they're trying to justify an unjustifiable shooting. If she felt in fear of her life, Roland Martin, why didn't she call 911? Why would she shoot through a metal door and kill this lady? She had a peephole. She had a ring uh, camera on her uh, door. She could have simply looked out there. She could have communicated. She could have called 911. She could have did a hundred other things than shoot through a metal door killing this mother of four who was a manager at McDonald's. Wow. Um, have, have you been in contact with uh, the Sheriff's Department? My associate attorney, Anthony Thomas, talked with him at length and wanted to know why wouldn't they arrest her? And there was a lot of leaders there with them. And the sheriff kept saying, well, we got to let the investigation take its course. But we know, Roland Martin, had the roles been reversed and you had a black woman shoot through her door, shooting a white woman who was knocking on the door, that there wouldn't have needed to be an exhaustive investigation. She would have been arrested and charged and she would have got her day in court. And that's all we're asking for is due process for A.J. Owens and her children. We want this killer to be arrested and she can make whatever defense she wants. Stand your ground, self-defense, castle doctrine, but she needs to be arrested because if not, we don't believe the system works equally because we know what would have happened had a black woman shot a white woman through the door. Speaking of, uh, I mean, obviously you also represent with the family of Ralph Yarrow. Uh, we showed the video of him out at a walk last week. How is he doing? And of course, he's, you know, a, he's a young, young man in Kansas City uh, who was shot. Luckily, he is alive, unlike this woman uh, in uh, A.J. Owens uh, in uh, Florida. Uh, so just give us an update on Ralph. Yeah, very similar uh, tragedies. Ralph is still dealing with uh, a lot of migraines and headaches. They say the bullet fragments are going to be in his head and his brain forever. But he's doing remarkable in the sense that he wants to go to college. He to go to college at Texas A&M and he's striving to get better so he doesn't miss any more school time. All right then. Well, Ben, uh, we certainly appreciate it. Thanks a bunch. Keep us uh, abreast uh, of both of these cases. Thank you so much, Roland. More than you know for covering this matter. All right. Thanks a bunch. So there you have it. That was Roland Martin today on his Roland Martin Unfiltered Daily Digital Show, which I have talked about numerous times here on the Politicrat Daily Podcast. You can download the Black Star Network app and watch Roland Martin Unfiltered, as well as a host of other shows, Monday through Friday. In fact, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And Roland Martin Unfiltered is on from Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern to 8 p.m. Eastern. And make sure you do watch. And um, a lot of news on there that you will never see on the corporate news media. And obviously, this white woman is a murderer. And she needs to be brought to justice. She needs to be held to account. Has to have a day in court. This has been the history of this country. And the continuation of history in this country, the present in this country, is to have black people killed, killed. And then... Their killers, if especially if they're white, don't get charged of anything. You know, we've already had here in San Francisco a black security guard not get charged with killing Banco Brown as of this moment. But again, 
usually is white people who don't face any kind of charge at all for killing someone black. Literally, literally. I mean, and you're seeing it right now. No charges for this white woman in Ocala, Florida, for murdering, obviously, A.J. Owens. I mean, this is despicable, despicable. She was only 35. And again, I don't care whether she was a manager at McDonald's. I don't care any of that. We don't need perfect victims here. I don't want to hear it. I saw some stuff on social media today that was garbage. You know, I don't need any notion of perfect victims. This is about someone's life, a human being's life that was taken. I don't care about how, what kind of person they were. That doesn't mean their life should be taken. If they weren't good people, that doesn't mean you have a right to take their life. You have no right to take anyone's life in that circumstance. There's no self-defense claim here. Dear listener, this is what I want you to do. And I do hope that this piece of garbage is arrested. And we have to put pressure, by the way, on that sheriff's office. They are a joke. They are a freaking joke. You heard that sheriff again at that press conference. He's a joke. But here's what we have to do, dear listener. By the way, there is a GoFundMe page right now for the uh, family. Justice for... A GK Owens. It's a homegoing celebration. So when you go to GoFundMe.com, that's G-O-F as in Frank, U-N-D-M-E.com, GoFundMe.com. And you'll see a search function there. I think it's on the top left-hand corner of the page. Just type in justice for a GK Owens. And before you finish typing out justice for a GK, A-J-I-K-E, you will see her name pop up and you just click on the icon and just go to her home going celebration page on GoFundMe. It's the official uh, page and it's being run by Pamela Diaz, D-I-A-S, as in Sam. You need to go there and donate some money. It can be $5, $10, $1, $20, $100, $1,000, whatever it is you've got to give. Please spare a little bit of it for this family. Four kids now will grow up without their mother. That's awful, awful that her life was taken. And there's going to be a reckoning around this. And we, dear listener, must keep the heat on. So go and donate money now. I have already done so, dear listener. You need to follow suit. The Donate Now button is where you need to be on GoFundMe.com. Just type in Justice for a GK, A-J-I-K-E, Owens. Homegoing celebration. You type any of those words into beginning with Justice for GK, and I guarantee you, you will see the page pop up. Click on it, you'll see a smiling face of a black woman that would be a GK Owens who's no longer with us. That's so disturbing to me. It makes me extremely angry. And yes, you should be angry. 35 years of age, I don't care if she is 95 years of age. The point is, is that a black life was taken. And for no reason at all, none. Yes, we know what the obvious reasons are, but that's not reason enough. She's not ever justified in taking a G.K. Owens life. Never, 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 ever, ever. This is just despicable. Don't forget now, dear listener, make sure you contribute to that GoFundMe page. It's an official page by Pamela Diaz, D-I-A-S. 
She's organizing the front fundraiser. It's justice for a G.K. Owens homegoing celebration. This is money that's going to be raised for funeral costs and all the rest. She should not be having to do that now. But alas, this is just, this makes me so angry. It really does. I will keep you updated on this case of a G.K. Owens and, and this white woman who's 58 years old, you know, who's more than 20 years older than the black woman that she murdered. And now all of a sudden we can't find hide nor hair of her ass. And now we don't even know who what her freaking name is. And God knows where she might be. She might be on the African continent before you, for all you know. Or she might be at a freaking clan rally somewhere. But the fact of the matter is, is that we still don't know where the F he is. And he needs to, she is rather, and she needs to show herself immediately. She's despicable. She really is. And in the meantime, you and I need to donate to her page. Not her page, but GK's page. AJ Owens page. Justice for a GK Owens. Homegoing celebration. You need to, you need to definitely get involved there. And make sure that uh, you pass the GoFundMe page around. Please do that. Please do that. My goodness me. We need to keep raising this money for the family of A.J. Owens, the G.K. Owens. This is just so heartbreaking. It makes me so angry. If you look at the page, you'll see a smiling face of a G.K. Owens. And on the left-hand side, you will see one of her children. I presume it's one of her children reflected in a mirror. It's a beautiful shot. And it's a very sad one now at the very same time. I do want to wish both Breonna Taylor and Tyree Nichols a happy 30th birthday. Both of them were born today on the exact same day. And both of them, of course, were killed by police. Tyree Nichols passed away back in January. He was killed in January. And as you know by now, Breonna Taylor was killed in 2020, March of that year. So that is something I also wish to put on the record right now. There is so much more to say, but really there's not much else to say after what I've said on this episode about a G.K. Owens. Such a senseless taking of life. Just the evil, evil from this piece of garbage. This white woman, this piece of garbage who... Now all of a sudden you don't know what her name is and you don't know where she lives or who she is. And so far, she's not arrested. That, I'm confident, will change very soon. And it's up to us to keep the pressure on. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at the popcorn R-E-E-L. Also on spoutable, S-P-O-U-T-I-B-L-E dot com forward slash popcorn R-E-E-L. Follow along, of course, on numerous other podcasting platforms, including Apple, Spotify, Odyssey, Pandora, so many others. Listen to the Polycrat Daily Podcast on any one of those platforms. There's also the Polycrat Daily Podcast online store, the politocrat.myshopify.com. I am sending my deepest condolences to the family of a GK Owens at this time. It must be extremely painful not to be there with her not for her to be there it's just awful that she's not rest in power at gk owens you'll be 
deeply missed. Thank you very much for listening to this edition of The Politocrat. I'm Omar Moore. <laughs>